Well, I recently had the chance to go on vacation, which was wonderful. And uh, guess where I chose to go, of all places on the face of the earth? I went to, that's right, you're thinking this, I'm sure, Detroit, Michigan. More specifically, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I, I went up there and I got to stay with uh, a roommate, uh, a guy that I lived with after college, and, and uh, I was up there with his family. But why did I choose to go to Detroit, of all places on, on the planet? Why would I decide to go there? Well, long story short, uh, I've been learning a lot about the charismatic renewal. I've been learning a lot about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, uh, gifts of healing, of deliverance, of prophecy, knowledge, the gift of tongues. I've been learning a lot about all this stuff, and I wanted to go where kind of ground zero is. And that is apparently Ann Arbor, Detroit, Michigan. This is where so much of that was going on and continues to happen. People like Dr. Ralph Martin or Dr. Mary Healy and, and these leaders in the charismatic renewal live in that area and they minister in that area. And just there's, there's something that the Holy Spirit is doing in that particular location, that particular part of the world. And I wanted to go there. I wanted to go there because as St. Paul talks about in our, our second reading this weekend, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit. There are these different kinds of gifts and I was like, I want in. I want those gifts. Do you want those gifts? The correct answer is yes. St. <laughs> Paul said, strive eagerly for the spiritual gifts, right? Strive eagerly for them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to strive so eagerly that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on vacation to Detroit. It's going to be great. And I went up there, and while I was up there, it was a wonderful time. It was a, a time of great grace. But what the Lord taught me in the midst of that, I was going up there looking for kind of, okay, I, I'm looking for the gift. I want to go get something and I'm going to come back and I'm going to have it and I'm going to bring it to St. Andrews and, and it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be something that I didn't have before and it's going to be totally different. And what the Lord taught me in that, that trip is that, uh, well, I already had the gifts I already had them. I didn't have to go all the way to Detroit to get them, okay? I didn't have to go to this place where, yes, the Holy Spirit is moving and the Holy Spirit is acting and, and there's an openness to the Holy Spirit, which is very beautiful there. But I didn't have to go there to get the gifts because I already have them. I already have the Holy Spirit. And the, the same is true for you. The same is absolutely true for all of you, each of you, okay? Each of you who are baptized, because that's where it started. That's where it happened. That's where the gift was given. That's where all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit were planted in you like a seed. That's when you got them. When you went down into the waters of baptism, when you died with Christ so as to rise with him, that's when you were given the life of the Holy Spirit himself, the third person of the Blessed Trinity. And then again, at your confirmation, right? At confirmation, again, you were given a strengthening of that Holy Spirit. The gifts were given to you. The Catechism says that 
that confirmation is the way that the grace of Pentecost is perpetuated in the life of the church. Wow, that's way better than Catholic graduation, which is the way that we usually think about it, isn't it? We already have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And now, what's our job now as Christians? It's to unleash the Holy Spirit. To unleash Pentecost. The Pentecost that is already dwelling in you through the life of the Holy Spirit that is in your heart. He is in you right now, which is incredible. That's what God wanted to do for us. That's the whole mystery of Pentecost. That God would send his only beloved son into this world to die for us, to rise for us. And then he ascends back to heaven, but he doesn't abandon us. He sends his Holy Spirit. That's what he said in the gospel today. Receive the Holy Spirit. He has breathed on us. And and that is alive in you right now. And let me tell you, the world needs to see those gifts alive and well in you. The world needs to see those gifts of Pentecost unleashed today. It should be normal. It should be just what the church does, how the church lives, giving the life of Jesus to others, being his presence. Again, what Jesus told us in the gospel today, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. As the Father has sent me. What did the Father send Jesus to do? To liberate captives to set people free, to heal them, to speak truth into their lives, to be hope for people. That's our job. That's what it means to unleash Pentecost, to unleash the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But how do we do that? How do we unleash Pentecost in our life? Because that can sound very vague, right? It sounds kind of, I don't know where to start. Well, uh, one, there was a, a young adult talk that we had recently. Someone came and gave us a talk for our young adult ministry. And she had this really great, simple acronym that I will give you all this morning for you to kind of apply in your own life as Christians, as people with the Holy Spirit already in you. And that acronym is BOOM. Okay? BOOM. B-O-O-M. So the first one, the first letter of that acronym in order to unleash Pentecost, unleash the gift of the Holy Spirit in your life is be open, be. Be open to the workings of the Holy Spirit. That's the first step to even just be remotely open to the fact that that God is living in you and wants you to respond moment to moment to things that that will be kind of crazy to the rest of the world. Be open. The second one, O, is to get out, out of your comfort zone. So the Holy Spirit, as I have said in a a homily once upon a time, is a wild goose, okay? He is crazy, and he is going to do crazy things in our life if we allow him to. And so we have to get out of our comfort zone if we're going to unleash Pentecost in this world today. Get out of the comfort zone, because we can be really afraid, right? We can be like those disciples in the first reading where they are up in that upper room and they're kind of afraid at this point. The door is locked. They don't know what's going to happen. They just know that Jesus told them to go there and wait 
Until what? Until power comes. Until they are clothed with power. Until they're empowered. Until Pentecost is unleashed in them. And then they can go out and do things that they never thought possible. To heal. To raise the dead. One of the early church fathers, St. Irenaeus, said this about what was happening in the life of the church early on. Those who are truly disciples, he says, receiving grace from him, perform miracles in his name for the well-being of others according to the gift which each one has received from him. For some truly drive out devils, so that those who have thus been cleansed from evil spirits frequently believe in Christ and join themselves to the church. Others have foreknowledge of things to come. They see visions and utter prophecies. Others still heal the sick by laying their hands upon them, and they are made whole. Yes, moreover, the dead even have been raised up and remained among us for many years. That's St. Irenaeus, year 180 A.D. I read that list and I'm like, whoa, if I'm going to do any of those things, I have to be open and I have to get out of my comfort zone. The The second O in boom is, I like this one, get over yourself over yourself. Get over yourself. Because again, we can kind of think, oh, well, I can't do these things. Why would God want to do any of these things through little old me? Why would that ever happen? Why would I ever be the instrument that God uses? I'm not, I'm not a St. Paul. I'm not, I'm not holy. I'm a sinner. Why would God want to use that? Well, get over yourself. Get over yourself, right? Because God does want to use you. He does want to, he wants to be everything for you. And he wants to send you out just like those apostles in the upper room. He wants you to be so filled with his life so that you can go out and unleash Pentecost. Okay, so be open. uh, Get out of your comfort zone. Get over yourself. And then the last one is really important. Because it's the one that we most often forget to do. Move. M. Move. So be open. Get out of your comfort zone. Get over yourself. And then take that step. That, that radical step. If, if you sense that the Holy Spirit is leading you to call up a friend. Or to like tell someone, like, hey, the Lord placed this on my heart. And I don't know what it means, but here it is. You got to move, right? You got to move in order to let that happen. The Holy Spirit wants to move, but sometimes we can get in his way, right? Because, oh, well, no, no, that's awkward. That's weird. That's embarrassing. I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be weird. I don't want to be one of those Jesus freaks. That's what God is calling us to do, to move, to unleash Pentecost. And so that's all I've got for you this morning. That's your, that's our task. That's my task. That's your task. That's our mission. Our mission is to be the church, which means to be people on fire with the Holy Spirit, people that know that we're sinners, that know that we need the forgiveness and the mercy of the Lord. But we go out there and we are open to the movements of the Holy Spirit. We get, we get out of our comfort zone and we trust that even though we think that we're, we're not big enough or maybe we're too big or I don't know, we get over ourselves and we move. We move because God is moving in us. And we already have the gifts. We already have the gifts. So I invite you this morning, if you've never prayed like this, I don't, I don't know. 
mean, I don't know where you're at. But if you've never prayed like this, I invite you to pray something like this. Like, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Unleash the gifts that you've given me in my baptism. Unleash the gifts that you gave me at my confirmation. Lord, I ask that you please unleash the gifts that you gave me and Father Kevin and Father Chris Maslow, who's coming to replace me. I, I ask that you please unleash the gifts that you've given us in our ordinations to the diaconate and to the priesthood. We just ask you, Holy Spirit, to come and, and live in us, dwell in us, and help us to be unafraid, help us to move in this crazy world where there are so many tragic things happening we ask you to please and just unleash your power in us and help us to be the church today.